1: Hockey. Yeah, yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And yes, it is Judd's Hockey Show, a uh, Tuesday edition. Judd Zolgad, A.J. Fredrickson along, as usual. Uh, we will have the Wednesday show tomorrow as well with Declan and Jesse Pierce. But, age um, hey, this was too juicy not to talk about what, tra- what has transpired really the last two games. I sat with you in the press box Friday against Pittsburgh. And then last night, the defending uh, Stanley Cup champions, the Vegas Gold Knights played host to the Wild. Wild well, comes away with an impressive five three win, but I tweeted about this. I did a video, and now I want to talk. About it. I want to talk through my feelings because I, honest to God, thought that no Wild team could drive me as crazy as the Parisi Suitor era teams, as far as coming and going and you know effort and non effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I watching that game last night. I actually grew angry at times in seeing the style of play. It was really a throwback to the 11-3 and three stretch that John Hines coached when he took over the team, watching the Wild just buzz around, watching Matt Boldy, who two games ago didn't even bother to show up for the second consecutive game, apply himself. Before I hand it to you, I want to read you something that I found. There, there's a lengthy quote, but I'm not going to bore you with that. But this is from uh, the story that appeared off of last night's game in The Athletic, okay? All right. And so this is just paraphrasing to set up that quote. But what it says is Coach John Hines met with the Wild before the game and told them that they should be mentally and physically exhausted by the end of each game. We are now, the last time I checked the calendar, we're almost to Valentine's Day. Oh. This team has This team has gone through two terrible spurts fallen out of the playoff race, got themselves back into it, fallen out again. And by the way, for all of you, I, I, get, I got one guy who keeps saying they're going to get X amount of points, and I mean, it's going to be what it is, and they can jump these teams. We saw the problem Friday. You get a win against Pittsburgh. You're three points out of a playoff spot. You don't play Saturday and Sunday, so what happens? Everybody else plays. You, you then started last night's game seven points out, so now you're five points out. And mm-hmm. for instance, Toronto, we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, Toronto plays host to St. Louis tonight. If St. Louis wins, you're back to seven points out. This is the problem. You can get as many points as you want, but when you fall this far behind, it's hard to make it up. And so why on earth is John Hines having to tell his team? <laughs> Again, mentally and physically, you should be exhausted by the end of each game. Matt Boldy. You didn't know that? Uh you know, just go down the entire list. Kirill Caprice yeah. off at times. You didn't know that? I I'm not going to accuse uh you Larry's neck of that, because he yeah, plays no. his ass off. But I but you know, but the fact is, why do you need to be telling your team this? And if you need to be telling your team this, how can they be taken seriously? So I didn't watch that game last night and think the wild is back. I watched that game and thought these SOBs have rope their way to this point <laughs> and let everyone down, got Dean Everson fired, and now with the trade deadline approaching, they're doing the same thing the Vikings did, which is don't trade anyone. We're back. We're back. And by the way, when you have to play as hard as the wild had to play last night, and now you've got to play that way every single game, you're going to be gassed if you make the playoffs. Um talk me off the ledge here cuz this this actually
0: pisses me off. No, it's it should. And that's the thing. It it should absolutely piss you off. Uh last like last night I had to like do the rub my eyes a little bit. I wasn't sure that what I was watching was the Vegas Knights taking on the Minnesota Wild. I could have I could have maybe seen like Colorado Avalanche or like the Vancouver Canucks who are good this year. This team didn't just win, but they they looked like they should be in a conversation for like deep playoff or like they this team showed heart. They showed skill um, on the on the Vegas broadcast. They were talking about like the work ethic of Matthew Boldy, which made me chuckle a little bit on that uh, bounce bouncing kind of low angle goal, which is like, the, you know, clearly they don't watch every game then because we've seen him take some nights off. Um, but it's you're you're exactly right. Infuriating because where has this been? Where has we had the 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 amazing transition of power, so to be with uh, with John Hines taking over for Dean Evison. They go on an incredible run. All of a sudden, looks like the Wilder back. Then you know what? We're going to go back into the deep end of the pool, and we're just going to hold our breath. We're not going to tread water. We're going to sink to the bottom like a lead shoe. I I have I have since declared myself fully out on this team, and I'm not back on the on the wagon yet because they're not a wagon. There is no wagon. I could potentially be talked. If for some reason they, you know, teams above them, teams above them just start dropping points left and right. But the problem is, you just—they're not going to happen. This is like getting an F on the first test of the of the year in school and having to fight your way back. It's it's incredible how you could get 80s and 90s and 100 percent, and all of a sudden that one that one D, you come back with a 60 percent on its on his test, drops everything to like a C minus. But if you have one bad score. You're constantly fighting that regression. You're fighting everything above you, and it seems like it. Go, it's so easy to go down, but so impossible to go up. And this team just is. the The consistency needs to be addressed because one, the only thing consistent is how often they're going to the penalty box. It's absurd how many times. And granted, it's like some of the officiating at times is questionable, but there's there's too many things that they still do. In a very impressive win, I want to say um, that I'm that still just makes me shake my head because they 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 played their asses off. They looked like the better team in in a hilarious game that I can say that against the Vegas Golden Knights. I but I I don't feel any more confident about them. Twenty four hours later, a morning after, I don't feel any more confident because I know that on the on the trip back, I know that we, we, they'll they'll return home Saturday against the Sabers, but. In between that time, with their midweek game, we could see who are we gonna have Jekyll or Hyde. I'm not sure because they could revert back to the old ways of we're just kind of going out there, going through the motions, and oh, we're gonna put up like three shots in the period, and oh, look at that, we're gonna leave Gustafson out the dry. Last night, they they played their butt off for him. They they pushed the Vegas Knights out wide. Oh, I mean, yeah. look at Mark Stone's goal that that they're taking. They have to pretty much blind Gustafson out front in order to get his eyes off these low angle shots. Everything about last night was great other than the trips to the penalty box. So it's, it, it's frustrating that we're not getting this more consistently.
1: Well, there, there's a great quote from, from Hines after the paragraph that I read to you that set up the quote in which he basically says, and I mean, this is the stuff that's just maddening. He basically talks about the fact that, you know, I know these guys all played really hard on Marc-Andre Fleury night Friday against Pittsburgh for the flower, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But we've got to play that way all the time. Why do you need to be telling this team that? And and here's the indictment, though. So I have assumed they just ain't that good. I've sort of given them a pass on, hey, you know what? They're just not that good. Like the Parisi and Suter teams drove me crazy because yeah. they had talent mm-hmm. and they underachieved chronically because of some personality problems. Um. But if you could play like they did last night or in the 11-3 and stretch, and, you know, Foligno didn't play last night. Spurgeon didn't play. Now, for the Golden Knights, Jack Eichel is out, and that makes a difference. But I agree with you. I still think the Wild played a hell of a game, and the Golden Knights are good with or without Eichel. Yes. So if this is the Wild, I backtrack a little bit on them being as bad as I thought, and I just say, you've been dogging it, For a large portions, why I don't know, Um, but and and you know, Bill Guerin tried to clean this up. He bought two guys out and put them in salary cap hell to try to clean this very thing up. Mm -hmm. So what the hell has happened? What has transpired Um, that that you can play like you did last night? Friday night was pretty damn good. They were selling out to win that game. Yeah, Um, an eleven and three stretch. But, you know, but you can't hold back-to-back third period leads at home against the Nashville Predators and, worse, the Anaheim Ducks. And that's no fluke. No. That's you not care. So I'm going to assume that there are times you just don't care. Um, Let's go back a couple weeks before that. Back-to-back games. Chance for four points. Philadelphia, overachieving team, but they're in your barn. Yeah. And then the next night, the Coyotes. You lose to the Flyers, and you get embarrassed by the Coyotes. So I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You don't deserve that. You've blown every chance that you've had to really comfortably put yourself in a wild card spot, to not have to jump teams. And then you come back with that last night or on Friday night. And again, I sense it's all trade deadlines coming up, AJ. We got to work hard so no one gets traded. So we keep the slot. Why? What are you doing? And and I'm sure there are plenty of wild podcasts out there that are going to give you the, hey, they can make a playoff right now. This might be fun. No, screw that. These guys, this drives me crazy. This drives me up the wall. You got a coach fired. You took John Hines from 11 wins in 14 games to looking like he had no idea what he was doing because you didn't give a damn. And now to being like, oh, don't trade anybody. We're back. I, this, this, it just drives me nuts.
0: I want to know why it takes a guy, a, a Hall of Famer, a Hall of Famer, celebrating his 1,000th NHL game and becoming the second career or second all-time in career wins for a goalie in the NHL to to, to spark a win. What? Wow. And, and now you know we we've been saying this for weeks. I feel like all of these games are playoff games; they're all must-win games. You can't be dropping points. That's Especially. how they played last night, and it, that's exactly that's what, what I said but they should have been doing that like you said to your to your point the games against Nashville and in the and uh yeah. Anaheim why are we rolling over and dying in the third period the flyers and the coyotes especially the honestly especially those teams cuz i think the flyers are like a they're a spunky they're they're up and coming they're youthful they're not good you know they're they're you're they're overachieving like you said and the coyotes i mean sure they're maybe they're fun they're exciting it's you know they're They play in a college arena. So who knows? Like they're, they're happy to 6 nothing, right? They got a touchdown put up on them. Nick Bukestad had a hat trick for God's sake. Why is it now that now the benchmark is okay. Now we realize that we have to win all these games. Now, uh, now we realize that are their playoff games. Now we have to win for flower because he's a hall of famer. And
1: the coach is telling you that the coach is telling you that you should be mentally and physically exhausted by the end of each game. Matt Boldy. You make $49 million over seven years, and an adult has to tell you to play hard. And by the way, when you do play hard, you're one of the best players on the ice.
0: Yes. And why was this, like you t- why was this not covered yeah. in one of the closed-door meetings earlier this season? There's, a, there, We know there's been more than enough of those. That didn't come up yeah. or, uh, like in conversation. That wasn't a primary topic on the PowerPoint going through. Gentlemen, here's why we have to try a little harder. The playoffs are a thing. Uh, yeah. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast. On the go, lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to slash jud50 and use code jud50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code jud50 at factormeals.com. you want to talk,
1: Matt Boldy? Because I was really impressed with him last night. He played a great game. He's played two really good, good games. He has had now. So he had, in that just absolutely disgusting lack of effort against Chicago, he had two shots on goal. The last two games combined, 12 shots, seven shots last night, a goal to a six, two assists, and 16 points. And credit to, J- to John Hines, I think this was in the third period of the Chicago game, Hines got pissed off, well he should have, and mixed up lines. And that's when he put Eriksson Caprisov, and Boldy together. And I'm with you. I thought Matt Boldy, the last two games, but especially last night, I think he has now set a bar that that should be the expectation every single game for him. Because he looks, the thing is, he's young
0: enough to play like that every night. He's got the talent yeah. and skill to play all night. He's got the skill and the, is the frame and the strength to play like that every night. Um, look, look, at, look at not even his most impressive goal last night. I would say his most impressive play was the one where he didn't score. The drive to the net on the eventual Marco Rossi goal. He, yep. surgical. He's, he's on the outside of the defender blink of an eye because he's so good on his edges. We know, we know for his size, like he, sometimes you have to uh, give the phrase like, Oh, he skates good for a big, uh, a big man. You know, he's, he's tall and he's, he, and he's strong, but you know, he moves good for his size. He just moves good in general. He's just good on his edges in general. And so mm-hmm. in a blink of an eye, he goes from the out perimeter, cuts to the inside and drives with speed puck handling. Nobody was taking that off of him to the front of the net, forces an opportunity. Sure, you know, Aiden Hill isn't the best goaltender in the world, but he looked darn good in the playoffs for Vegas played, last night, and, and he played, he played well really last good last night. Yep. But Marco Rossi comes in and kind of cleans up the garbage, yep. gets the goal. But that doesn't happen unless Matt Boldy decides to be the best player on the ice in that moment, which he can be when he wants to, yep. and creates that opportunity. Where, where, I don't know where this has been, and I I don't know what is maybe going on behind the scenes to get that wake up call if he's going to continue to play like this then i will i i I'll apologize
1: Frank I will apologize no you shouldn't that. but it's it's people like you they, they clearly he got sat down after that Blackhawks game you can't tell me he didn't he got sat down and said this is unacceptable because the last two games all you have to do you i've i've compared him to coyle and I've gotten responses on x age about Coyle wasn't nearly as talented. Okay, that's not the point. If you remember when Coyle was going well, he did exactly what you just talked about, which was he exerted his influence as a power forward. Yes. That's what Boldy did last night. That's what Boldy did last night. No one's looking for you to make sexy plays. No one is looking for you to be Gretzky. What they're looking for you is to, like you said, drive to the net, which, by the way, you're going to get your ass kicked too bad. And and like the 4-2 goal, which was a fluky goal, but it was a great you know, he got the shot off yeah. and it, it went in. So who cares? That was nothing but hard work, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't take, this shouldn't be a conversation. No, this should be, this should be what, what our conversations about Brock Faber have been, which is just an in praise of Boldy because he's always doing this. Like, have you noticed Brock Faber? He's a young man. Cause I've, I, I got this last night. Well, Boldy's still a uh, young Brock Faber himself, a young man. You know what he does? I'm I'm hard-pressed to think of the words. Oh, I know. Shows up every night. You know, seriously, you watch Brock Faber, right? Mm-hmm. What does he do? He is in my opinion, he should win the Calder, not cuz of the points. Those are nice. He should win the Calder cuz he works his ass off. And he makes mistakes. And guess what? I don't give a damn cuz he's working. Yeah. Yeah? You know? I got no problem with mistakes that are born out of work. But and and if this is who boldy is, oh my god. But We've gone down this road before. Went down this road with Coyle. Mm-hmm. I don't think Greenway was as no. good, but when Greenway applied himself, Greenway was like, oh, there's something here. Yes, Boldy, clearly there's something there. Now, but I, but I will say, I love the first line because of this. And these two are fine on the power play because on the power play, you can get cuter. But Zuccarello and Kaprizov finally separated. How long have we been calling for this? And how good does it look? Not to have ninety-seven and thirty-six um almost be a burden to each other because of how they're associated. Yeah. I'm hot today, H. I'm hot. No, this is
0: great. This is I'm loving it.
1: Um yeah. Power play, sure.
0: Get it out there because you have more space. And they scored. Yes, and they scored. Um yeah. but the thing is, we this goes back to Friday. We were, you know, sitting there watching and we're like, why are we why are we giving up a strong hand chance on the back door? Instead, we're passing across for something that doesn't even connect. It gets broken up by a defensive stick. We can't have that, especially in five-on-five play, because the top six forwards, I think, are talented enough to where you should be threatening every time that you're on the ice. Like th- this, is, this is the state of the Minnesota Wild right now, is that it's just too much passing. Stop passing. I, I, and they are
1: shooting a little bit. They are trying to shoot more now, but I tend to agree. Their tendency is to pass, and I'm not going to believe this is a real thing till I see it for a long time.
0: Yes, yeah, and granted, you know, you don't know it's one too many passes until it gets broken up and you can get mad about it. So may- maybe I'm overreacting in a sense, but I, I don't want to say that I am. I, it, I think it's easy to see and the average hockey fan is able to realize. I'm, I don't go as far as being one of the uh people up in the two hundreds shoot shoot like that's not me. Right. You know, these as right. you said, Matthew Boldy's getting paid forty nine million over seven years. I think he probably knows when to shoot the puck. But at some points, get in their air. <laughs> because yeah. some of these passes are just excessive. They're too cute. It's Don Lucia golden goal for too cute hockey. Stop it. You are not the whole Harlem Globetrotters. You don't need to have a highlight real goal. A goal is a goal if it hits the back of the twine. If it gets over that that little red line on the ice, you know I don't need you to have uh, Aiden Hill I don't need his jock strap hung up in the rafters because you made him move too much. Just put it past him. Put it get to a slot and put it past him. Marsh or so, guess what? He had a wide open net. He shot sure he missed. And that probably should have been a goal. That agree just that Jonathan Marsh or So missed that opportunity <laughs> last night.
1: So true.
0: But the thing is, if it's the other way around and it's a it's a white and green sweater taking that opportunity if it's 97 or 36 I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure they're taking that opportunity. They might catch it and look to send it back to the sender, you know, return to return to sender. I I don't understand why we keep doing this. The breakup last night was amazing. I enjoyed seeing Boldy and Kaprizov uh, outside of Eck and then Johansson and Zuccarello outside of Rossi. I mean, it it just so refreshing. It, It forces them to play a hand that, uh, that they're dealt instead of picking the cards from the deck themselves. And I, I, I enjoy seeing that because they have the talent to be goal scorers and create offensive chances. But it seems like at times they almost work against themselves and let the opposition either take a shift off or just add a second, uh, a third defenseman out there, so to speak, because they're, they're doing, they're passing for no reason. They're passing
1: around an imaginary opponent. Well, yeah, well, Kaprizov and Zuccarello are passing for style points. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they don't know when to stop. I have a feeling, I have a feeling one Boldy got a talking to. Because that Blackhawks game to the Penguins game to last night, like the progression has been, I mean, somebody somebody said something.
0: Can you imagine, but, uh, really quick, can you imagine being his yeah. age getting sat down in a room? I'm assuming dim lighting, just for the sake of the setting in my scene here, in my imagination, with Bill Guerin walking in, a shadowy Bill Guerin walks in and sits on a couch. You know, they started with
1: Heinze. You think they started with Hinesy and threatened Billy Garen? I would have been pissed. That Chicago game, I oh, told you I would have I would have scratched him the next game. They they might have done worse. <laughs> I mean the the uptick in play, they might have actually threatened him more. Well, the thing is whatever um, they did worked because since oh, yeah, since Chicago, gym. like it's been impressive. But how long is like, it going to work for? That's my question. Yeah. This also worked with Coil for periods of time. Yeah. But it's like a shot this eventually is, it wears off. And this is where I, I have
0: faith in Matthew Boldy. still. So I've not given up on him. I think, and oh, I don't I think do too. I don't want to trade him. No, 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 no. no. And, and I I'm with you. That's I'm, not even on the table. I'm with you, but, but it's not acceptable. Yes. But I think give it, he's 22. And I think from what we've seen, and I, maybe I take too much from this, but him breaking his goal slump earlier this year has shown, I think the character and like resiliency to where yep. eventually it's going to click and this is going to become a, a consistent thing. And I, I've seen this now, what? This is the third time. Fool me once, fool me twice, fool me three times. Eventually, I'm just going to look like an idiot. I'm still putting my chips in on Matthew Boldy because I think it's going to click. I think he's going to break the power forward, Minnesota wild, disappointing mold. He's going to become, he's going to transcend that mold of, I can kind of do it at times and I'll show the flashes, but I'm going to take a week and a half off at times. I think eventually he is going to, it just has to click. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to click. And I, what we've seen in the past couple I think of it's games a click here, right now, I I think so too. I can We I just need to see it more consistently.
1: It's he, he just so frustrating. He's just so good. But, I mean, he's just so good right. to when he wants to be. But this is just applying your skills. Like this yes. is nothing more than that. Like mm-hmm. like. And but but that's the thing is. Well, he's twenty two. He's young. Well, what's Faber? Twenty one. What? Okay. <laughs> Rock Faber plays himself every single night. Yes. So so and and look, I mean, Boldy is he's showing this. And this is why I, I have no interest in trading him. He is a first line player. He is a power forward. He is everything that you want. Um, but these lulls because like we go through well, well, in this eight game period, he scored all these goals. Okay, that's great. But he should but he's not showing up sometimes. Yeah. Like th- this is the eye test. Did I notice Boldy? Okay, against the Blackhawks, I didn't notice them once. Against Pittsburgh, we both sat there and like, wow, that nice game. Mm-hmm. Last night, you're like, oh my God. And I do think, at least the lines that I have written down from last night, AJ, I do think they've gotten the lines about as um, perfected, that's probably not the right word, but about as good as you possibly can, okay? Okay. Kaprizov, Eck, and Boldy. Yes. Eck works his ass off. No question. And he is a first line. He, or he can be a first line guy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, perfect world. Second line. If I have, if, if, if Marco Rossi hits a ceiling, yes, Eck can bump down, mm-hmm. but Eck is not an embarrassment there. It's not like, and I, I shouldn't say this, but Hartman's not an embarrassment, but he's not a first line guy. He's not a first line center. He isn't. He's a third line guy. And so, The one thing that I, to to go back to, it seems like there was a conversation with Boldy is, I think they finally said, dude, you have to shoot. Kirill loves the pass. Kirill's phenomenal. I don't know how much you can try and change Kirill. Like, I I don't know that you can call Kirill in consistently and say, you're playing the game wrong, buddy boy. (laughs) So it feels to me like Boldy can clean up, okay? Mm -hmm. So now instead of the Zuccarello, Kaprizov, whirling dervish, let's try and make nice plays constantly. You have a center that works his ass off, pretty good in the face or good in the faceoff circle, and is gonna you know make plays. Mm-hmm. You've got a winger who is a phenomenal talent, and when he when he shows up, he's unbelievable. Yeah. In Kirill, and Boldy, and I still think just to give Kirill a little bit of out here, I still think Kirill. I don't think this entire season he's ever been the Kirill Kaprizov that that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just doesn't look totally back. And I don't think that's his doing. I think he's still hurt, or I think it's going to take an a healthy off season to get him back to where he was two years ago. But then the second line I've got was Rossi, Zuccarello, and Johansson. Yes. Now Zuccarello to me, dipping a bit. jo Johansson last night tried at times. I was I almost fell on the floor. Um, but I'm fine with that line. I don't love that line, but I like. Rossi, Rossi scored a goal, works his butt off again. I love, I love his work ethic. And then now you because Felino's out, you got Hartman, Goudreau, who I'm not quite sure why he's still here, but he's still here, and <laughs> Duham. And then they put Dewar, Letteri, and what what's his name? Lucini. Um Lucini, thank you. I was gonna say Lucinski. Lucini <laughs> together. I think that's I think that's about as well as you possibly do your lines. And I think that's the best first line that you can have now. And I hope at first sign of like a little bit of struggle or scuffle, they don't break that, that line up because if it's not going to be Rossi with those two, it should 100% be Erickson consistently.
0: Yeah. If the chainsaw isn't working, you don't just go grab the ax just cause you take a second, you re you know, you refit the chains and then you go right back at it. There's no need to, Immediately at this first sign of a struggle, oh Hartman's got to go back up there. And I, right. I know, I know, I'm just going to echo your point here, but Hartman is the—he's not a bad hockey player by any means. I mean, once again, he would—I I, this is my favorite kind of bit—but he—he was a first-round draft pick at one point. But the thing is, his skill set, and then mainly, it comes down to his mentality, his compete level, and like how yeah. tough he's just a tough sob, right? He's, he's got, a pain to play against. He's—he is a pest like for other teams, and I. He's a guy that you hate to play against, but you absolutely love to have him. He is an elite third line center that like he's better than most in that position. And that's because that's the role that he needs to play. I don't want to ask, like you don't ask a baritone to sing the high role in who, you know, here over the rainbow or whatever. <laughs> like you get, you get, when you, right. when he's in that spot, he thrives. That's exactly where he needs to be. And I know, some people he he's had the kind of I'm not going to say a fluke year, but maybe the off year where he he over exceeds uh, his offensive output, and it's a great surprise. You love to have that in the lineup, but that's just not that's just not who he is. He's a fantastic
1: third line center. Yes, and that's why I feel at least now, like if you could replace Johansson, I personally would, but I think that for what their personnel is. They're probably good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see if I've got more notes. I don't think I've got more complaints. Oh, the, the last thing in, in my notes. Special teams. What do you make of this resurgence? Penalty kill 4-5 or five last night, I believe. Power play scored a goal, but it was really two because I think it was the Eck goal came as the Golden Knights player exited the box. Um, special teams has had a resurgence of sorts. And again... I'm not sure if that surge, as you just put on the screen, is because they figured some things out or if they just decided that they were going to care more. Vegas Penalty is, kill, goal and caring a lot. Vegas's, uh penalty
0: kill, like going into last night over the past, I don't know, it was something like they were 11 for 12 on the PK um, going into last night. But that was over a, a, a pretty decent span, so they just weren't going to the box all that well. So you know, take that staff for what it's worth. I, I a five on three helps, and it was a lengthy one at that. I like the I. I'll tell you what I do like about that. They showed a little urgency as the time was winding down because if they score three seconds later, it's back to five on five because the you know the five on three was done. Getting that goal in with the time winding down before the five on four hit uh, kicked in. I mean, that does wonders because if, even if you score, they can immediately come back out full strength and who knows what momentum happens there. Cause we we've seen this team at uh, you know a lot of the times this season grab the game. What it seemingly is by its horns, take the reins. And then five minutes later, the other team is back in control. And that's just due to them sitting back, maybe getting a little too comfy. So being able to show a little urgency and I did see more purposeful passing, like I, yes. It's it's still not I where I want. I want that controlled chaos where they are. You know, guys are they're forcing the opposition to like get out of position. It's it's getting there, and I saw that last night. And I don't know if they're working on things or whatever, but the passing it seemed to be was a little quicker, was a little zippier. They the their shots uh, weren't at they, they almost at times were forced. Like they're forcing it to the middle for these chances, and sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to hope for a deflection. Sometimes you have to hope for the yeah, pinball out front, fine. because not every goal has to be a snipe. Not every goal has to be bar down um, from the, you know, from the office, blah, 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 just throw it out front. And it's going to kick off a shin pad or something. And you're going to be able to just shove. it. That's what it Boldy home. did. And that, yes, exactly. And that's what happened. Four two goal. That's exactly what happens. So uh, yeah, the power play surprised me a little bit. And the PK has been holding things down
1: enough. <laughs> I think that's want to. I think that's largely want to. Do you want to block shots? Which, by the way, sucks. But they seemingly do the last two games. That Pittsburgh game, for sure. So, well, yeah, that's because they told they were told now they have to remember these games matter now, John. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And by the way, just quickly, the the Mark Andre Fleury night on Friday, wild Bravo. It was unbelievable. We we were both their age. Um, I'm not sure if, if you have thoughts, but I thought that was just brilliantly done. The whole thing. And um, that was about that was about as good a ceremony for a guy that's about to play goal as you could possibly get.
0: I I've been critical, I think, of the like the Wilds production team at times for some of their I, I just feel like other organizations maybe have done better video packages for guys, especially, you know, it's kind of the music doesn't seem to fit at times or just the way that it's like orchestrated and directed. Maybe it's not up to my like idea yeah, like, lofty uh, standards yeah yeah exactly lofty, i'm I'm like scorsese here but um yeah. kudos to them i mean they i don't think it could have been better um they they really knocked the ball out of the park you could tell they they put in their work for it um it was emotional it was funny there were you know i mean it it it, it touched on all all facets of his career his highest points it was great to see um, it was great to see his kids get on the board too, and kind of share those messages with him. And oh, his kids are great, aren't they? Yeah, God, I mean, it just must. His runs daughters
1: in the, are sharp.
0: Not well, just runs in the family.
1: Um, yeah, they are really sharp. Yeah, They're I mean, great. they.
0: It, it was. It was a fantastic ceremony. The video pack package was great. The presentation was. It, it, and the thing about those is, I feel like they can drag on at times. They oh, did, that's what I thought too. They said what they needed to. They did the presentation. Yep. Um, and we moved on. It wasn't a hey, let's get. Sid and Gino and the you know, I, yeah, I agree. Th- 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 it was good. It was it scheduled was perfectly well. timed. It w- it was fantastic, especially because, like you said, he had to go play in goal. It, it you didn't want to almost you 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 have to toe that line of how emotional do we want to get because we still have an important game here. At you know five yeah. minutes later, and then he pulled his brains out. <laughs> it was vintage flurry. It was it, there was I mean, how many times did we look over at one another watching the game It's just like God. You, you, uh, it was great. The little juggle on the stick and, flopping and just flopping around there. I mean, he's he, he looked like he was twenty eight, not not uh, not late thirties, thirty eight. So so much fun to watch. Yeah, just an incredible guy. Definitely deserved it. Um, I think it's finally sinking in for me that he's playing for the Minnesota Wild. It's so much fun.
1: Absolutely. Uh, but before we, we we go, I do want to thank our partners, Livia Weight Control Centers, who uh, helped me drop forty pounds a couple of years ago. They can help you as well. We've had a ton of people from the Score North. Family who have joined and who can also attest that they will help you shed those excess pounds. I mean, imagine feeling great for spring. Imagine looking great for spring and summer. And here's the offer right now. You join now, you're going to get three months for free. Three months for free. So you're going to be looking good and feeling good. And it's going to be free. And you're just starting a weight loss journey that I can tell you from from firsthand experience definitely works. 855 go com. L-I-V-E-A dot com. Thanks for watching Judd's Hockey Show.